Hey guys, it's Matt and Heather with the Joyful Family Podcast. We are so excited to be with you today. If you have not gone and followed our social media or subscribed to the newsletter on the website, go and do that. We have some awesome new resources that are just coming out. Um, scripture uh, cards to post around your house that you can print out for free. It's a free downloadable on the website, joyfulfamily.com. You don't want to miss those. You know, you can put them on your mirror. You can put them on the dash of your car. And for me, it's a great way and a great reminder to one quote scripture over my marriage and over my family, but it's also a great reminder to start praying for my marriage and family. And so you can read those scriptures, you can say a quick prayer, you know, lift your family up before the Lord on a daily basis. Absolutely. And, you know, God's word is not this archaic book that is irrelevant or outdated. You know, the Bible actually says that his word is alive and it's powerful. And it, there's nothing that can't transform your marriage or even take a great marriage to an even better place than God's Word. And so I, I encourage you, Heather did a great job. Uh, ladies, they look beautiful. Um, they're great for printing up and everything. But you know, don't just throw them up on the mirror and forget about them. Read them and let God's Word really pierce your heart because it'll break your heart for your spouse in ways that nothing nothing will. And so I encourage you to do that. Yeah. So go to a joyfulfamily.com. It's under resources and you can download them completely free. Um, download them, get them printed and get those uh, stuck on your refrigerator around your house. Absolutely. And I'm really excited to talk about um, the next couple of weeks. We're really going to dig into the topic of what intimacy is. There's, there's a lot of misconceptions. You know, a lot of times people think that intimacy is just physical. Um, and it's not a true intimate marriage is is dealing with it, it is there's a physical component but also there's an intimacy that happens emotionally that occurs through words and we'll talk about that today but there's also a spiritual intimacy that we'll talk about here in the next couple of weeks and so yeah so intimacy it starts with how we communicate with each other um, it doesn't happen overnight by any means it takes time time um, proving yourself to your spouse that you're a trustworthy place you know, there have been times if I go to Matt and I pour my heart out, if he were to come back a week later and throw that up in my face, then that would start to make me second guess and it would be harder for me to open up. But when we go to our spouse and we're a safe place and we know that's not going to be used against us, that's how we start to build trust and being vulnerable over time. And so we need to be that safe place for our spouse as we go to them with uh, different issues. Absolutely, and emotional intimacy happens a lot of times verbally. We, we communicate, we're, we're verbal creatures. And so, you know, we communicate and our words create emotions and our words paint pictures of our life and, and how we feel and stuff. And so as if you want an emotional intimacy with your spouse, it starts with how are you talking to your spouse the level of communication, are you actually being open and vulnerable and honest with each other? Or is it surface level communication that's very shallow? Um, um, you create emotional intimacy whenever you're willing to just bury your soul to your spouse and be the authentic version of you. Um, it's not always easy, it takes time. Um, there's, you know, in a honeymoon, the, the physical intimacy happens pretty quickly, but it takes time and even years to really get to the point where, okay, I can trust Heather with the most vulnerable parts of who I am, my fears, my hopes, my insecurities. She knows things about me that no one else does, and it's created an emotional intimacy in our marriage because I know that I can trust her with those things. 
So in Proverbs 12, 18, it says, There is one whose rash words are like sword thrusts, but the tongue of a wise brings healing. And if our words are harsh to our spouse, it's like we're poking at them with a sword. You know, it's an agitation and there's no peace there. But when we're sweet with our words and we go things, um, go at things from a peaceful side instead of with anger and crankiness, and we've all been there, you know, whenever you sharply answer something and it causes this whole whirlwind of issues versus if we come at things with the love of God and with peace, then we can sit down and resolve things much quicker. Yeah, and there's another really great scripture in Proverbs that says, A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And who has ever come home to a spouse or had a moment where the spouse wasn't in the greatest moods? And have you ever been, okay, my spouse is in a bad mood, so now I'm mad. And I'm offended that they had the nerve to, to be angry. And something that I would do with Heather, and she's done it with me as well, is whenever we're frustrated and we're anger, angry, it's almost like she tries to flirt the anger out of me. And it's really hard to be mad at your wife whenever she's, walking up and giving you a hug and she's trying to give you a kiss and she's telling you how wonderful you are. It's that gentle response that turns away or calms my anger and there's nothing, you know, she has a way to bring me peace in those moments where nothing else can. And again, it, it because she's a safe place for me. Yeah, so if you haven't tried that when you're in the middle of something and your spouse is cranky, go up and flirt. Just kind of kiss on their cheek and be real sweet. See, it works, I'm telling you. Now, guys, um, I'll be wise about this. If your wife is definitely not in the mood for physical affection, um, don't walk up and pat her on the rear and say, you know, how, how sexy she is. That's you're, you're actually, that's not uh, a gentle answer. That's actually like throwing gas on the fire. But so be wise about it, and so know their love language. And so whenever whenever Heather's in that situation, I, you know what? You're an amazing mom, or do you know how beautiful you are when you're angry? Um, and it's just doing that. It's that gentle answer that it brings peace to her. Now it's very hard to stay mad at somebody when they're sitting there complimenting you. So do that with your spouse. Just compliment them. Be really sweet, and it really does help to switch things around. It does, but it also it disarms the moment, and that's where it goes back to your and something that Heather has done for me is she's created a home that is a refuge. My when I walk when I come home, I I can just let me be the, the the real version of me and i it's just she has an amazing ability to turn a house into a home and it's because of that that we there's an emotional connection that there's times in a marriage when physical intimacy is strained you know there, whether it's because of a new child or health issues or whatever but an emotional intimacy can carry you through the moments whenever a physical intimacy just isn't there um so try that like she heather said <laughs> yes um, and I'll address the guys here for a second. Guys, um, a lot of times we have that persona, well, I'm a man's man. I can't be emotional. Um, me personally, I don't necessarily cry a whole lot, but I've also had to learn that I can't withhold my emotions from my wife and I have to talk about things. And that's not necessarily the way that I process. And so don't use that, well, my dad was, he just kept things bottled up or my dad was not emotional. I get that, but if we want no walls in our marriage and we want an intimacy we have to be willing to open up to our spouse and it may not be comfortable at first but it's worth it yeah so if you have a hard time and you're like okay so how do i even start that how do i even begin to open up to my spouse like that one thing i would say is use words of love when we're motivated by love we'll find ourselves speaking words out of love and focusing on how to build our friendship up with good communication so you focus on positive things 
And, um, you know, don't use harsh words or whatever. Go, and I'm not saying sugarcoat. You don't have to sugarcoat and be fake, but just go at things from a peaceful side and do that. And also be truthful. Um, you can be truth. You can speak truth in love and you can speak truth in harsh and angerness, um, or angry, whatever you want to say there. But when we approach it from the side of love and this is what you did and this is what I'm kind of frustrated with. Can we talk through this instead of, hey, you you dork, you did this. And, you know, there's two ways to go about it. And so you can be truthful without being harsh. And I think that's a lot of times how we get hung up in marriages. We go after something and we're just harsh and we want to lay out the facts and this is what you did. And there's no grace and there's no loving words behind it. And so we have to be very careful to walk that balance there. Absolutely. And you can have love without truth. And a lot of times that love turns into denial where you're afraid and you think that because I love my spouse, I'm not going to upset them with a with a truthful statement. Um, and that actually is incredibly damaging to a marriage. You have to be able to have a truthful and honest way of communicating with each other in love. And, and, and going with what Heather said, if you take love out of truth, then you're just a jerk. Then you're just mean to people. And that's not how a marriage can you know thrive. But truth and, and love together are incredible. And yeah, so, so be encouraging. You know, we can't let all of our words be nagging and negative or manipulative. You know, we always want to be encouraging with our words. And so sometimes, you know, we've talked about this before. Matt and I, we try to sandwich it. Like we'll say a positive and then we'll talk about the thing that is bothering us. And then we end it on another positive. And so don't always just be nagging about it because then your spouse will just tune you out. You've got to stay encouraging with it at the same time. Absolutely. And the scriptures, uh, it says in, in Corinthians, it really kind of explains, you know, it's the famous love scripture, love's patient, love's kind, it doesn't envy. If that's the case, our words should reflect that. My words to Heather should be patient. They should be kind. It shouldn't delight in evil. If you ever are speaking to your wife or your husband and you delight in saying something that's going to wound them, there's no love in that. And there's, and I'll say, there's no intimacy that you will ever create with your words if you're sparring back and forth because let me tell you if i wanted to i know how to wound heather with my words in a way that deeper than anyone else could ever wound her because i know her i know her fears and stuff but why would i ever want to do that in the middle of an argument why would i ever want to bring up something that's going to cut her like a knife and so look at that scripture in first corinthians 13 this passage you know love and your words should reflect love because when it does there's an intimacy there. There's a connection there. It's a deep, deep emotional connection that is beautiful. And it, if you're struggling with a physical intimacy and you can connect emotionally, many times it'll actually help you fix the physical brokenness. And so try that out. Yeah, like right now, pick up your phone and send a sweet text to your spouse. Use encouraging words. Um, use words of love. You know, um, I know we talk about text sometimes and sometimes you have to be very careful. Don't ever argue over text, by the way. That's a terrible idea. But if you send a sweet note to your spouse just in the middle of the day, just surprise them out of the blue. And that may be very foreign concept to you. Um, that's okay. Start small. You know, hey, I love you. I'm thinking about you. And just, it, it lightens their day. It gives them some hope that, okay, you know, if you're going through a rock rocky patch, they get that text and they're like, okay you know it'll brighten their day i promise and so try that and um start sending flirty words if you are not face to face and then when you're face to face hey 
you did an amazing job today doing this or just start being overly encouraging and um, speaking those words of truth and love to your spouse. Absolutely. And there's a key phrase. We always love to hear this, the phrase, I love you. This one word will transform that style of commu or that communication. I love you because. And whenever I get a message from Heather in the middle of my day that something like that, I mean, it makes my day. Um, but adding that because part of it, not just, okay, I know she loves me, but now she just added value to that, those three words, and it means something. And let me tell you, it will literally, especially especially if you're listening and you and your spouse left on, at odds today and there's tension between you, I love you because you're a good whatever. If you say that, especially in the moments whenever there's tension, it will. God can use it because God is love. Yeah, he'll use that to break down those walls to where the communication can happen a little more freely. And so send that, send that I love you because write it on a sticky note and stick it in their lunchbox or in their car or whatever the case may be. Um, and yeah, and, and going back through all of this, we're talking about unmasking intimacy and letting our words create emotional intimacy. And let me tell you, it's easy for some people, very hard for some people, but regardless of your past or your previous experience or whatever, don't let that be an excuse you know, go out of your way to create an intimate, an emotional, intimate marriage because it's more fun. Your friendship is deepened. Um, you're a safe place for each other. You can calm, you're, you're be calm and relax around your spouse. And so if that's not you and that's not your marriage, then you be the one to start. You be the catalyst. Yeah, as always, if you are struggling and you need prayer, feel free to reach out to us. I am Heather at AJoyfulFamily.com is my email. And Matt's is Matt at AJoyfulFamily.com. And so reach out to us. Find us on social media. You can reach out there. We would love to pray over you and your marriage. Um, also, don't forget about those free resources at AJoyfulFamily.com. Go and download them and start sticking them around your house. We are so excited to be a part of all this. And so reach out. We would love to hear from you. And until then, we'll see you next time. Yes, absolutely. Have a great week.